I talked about this a little bit on the podcast back on June 5th, when I declared that I'm not really a novelist anymore, but I'm still a writer. And recently, I've been realizing that my goals don't really revolve as much around publishing anymore. I mean, I still want to write books, and I'm still going to get books out. But that whole publishing thing that I was doing isn't where I'm at anymore. I've got some new goals, and I kind of want to discuss them with you, because I think they might actually be an option now on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How you doing? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, And yeah, it's going to be another one of those weeks where I'm going to talk about kind of how I'm changing the way I'm looking at my career as a writer. And it's really, I'm hoping that by sharing all of this with you, it gives you some of the, some clarity on what it is that I've been going through, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, and will hopefully give you an idea of what may or may not be possible for you. And I'm going to be reporting back about how all of this is working, because honestly, I don't know what's possible now. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of the thing. Like After my uh, mental health hiatus was over, the market changed a lot, and I've been having a difficult time finding my place in it. Recently, I, I've kind of come to this place where I've realized I don't know that I actually want to be in the market. So what is it that I'm wanting to do? Well, this will come as no surprise to anybody who has been following along with my Instagram, because... Yeah, I kind of flipped. I used to be all over on Twitter and doing stuff. And lately, I've just been all over on Instagram. So, but if you follow me over on Instagram, this will probably come as no surprise to you. But I've really been enjoying building the world up on World Anvil and doing the articles there and really building that up. And I've kind of come to a place where I feel like my own personal priorities, yeah, I still want to make a living off of my work, but to me, it's almost more important for me to try to build a community around what it is I'm doing and to really love what it is that I'm doing and what I'm working on and how I'm doing it. So I find myself more thinking about how I'm going to add game stats and game mechanics to various aspects of the world. So that I'm not only writing books, but I'm making a playable setting for people to actually role play in. And that gets me really, really excited. And to make it as open as possible so that more people can get into the work that I'm doing and more people can, I don't know, experience all the crazy thoughts that are going through my head. That's, that's where I'm at now. And... In a way, I've kind of come full circle, except for 
the technology wasn't there last time I tried to do this. And not just not having the technology, but there were significant issues in trying to attract attention to what I was doing because it was so bizarre that people just didn't know what to think about it. But with the advent of, you know, Tumblr and because yeah, I started before there was a Tumblr, but with the advent of Tumblr and various social media sites and, you know, Smashwords and Wattpad and all of that, I think people are getting more used to the idea of consuming story online and in an app. So that's kind of what I want to do. I want to make a world that's participatable in that people could actually run their own games in it if they wanted to and have the books there and just try to build a community around it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. The biggest issue with taking my work to something like World Anvil is money. Because there are ways to monetize over there. I have links to my Patreon and my Spotify on every page. So there are ways that people could, you know, support me. There are also, I'm not talking about removing my books from the stores that they're in. So they'll still be available on Amazon and Apple Apple Books and everywhere else. It's just trying to figure out what, for me, is my actual goal. Because I think a lot of us get trapped in this idea that I'm a writer, so I should make a living selling books. And I understand where that comes from. It's a very natural way to think. But more and more, I keep coming back to this place of, I'm not really a writer, I mean, I am. I'm just not a novelist. I'm a storyteller. I really enjoy writing the articles on world building, and I can't wait to have the time once summer camp is over to go back and really clean them up and flush them out and really do a lot. And I making all the artwork that I'm putting over there. And it's just been such a joy to do. That's where my heart is. I mean, that's really where it is. And so I hate thinking about money. (laughs) I do. And I know a lot of writers have this problem too, because it should be all about the art, man. And yes, to a certain degree, I, I, I am one of them hippies who really wants it to just be all about the art. But considering all of the options that are available now, well, I can do art. I'm doing a lot of art. And that art could show up on t-shirts and mugs and journals and posters and whatnot. And I could be selling that. I'm not right now. And I feel like an idiot for not doing it right now. But it takes time. And it's something that I would have to set up. I'd have to pick a place to do it. Lots of, lots of stuff. But I like the idea. I'm very excited about it. So am I going to do it? Am I going to risk everything by not allowing myself to focus on money? Mm. I mean, that really is the big question, isn't it? I mean, I've never made a full living off of just my books. I've always made money off of them, but 
it's, it's never really been a living. And that's true for a lot of writers. But I, I think with everything that's going on right now, I mean, thanks to you all, and ugh, you know how much I love you, this podcast does make money. It's not a lot of money, but it does make money. And so every time you listen to an episode, I make a little bit of money. Those ads that are here, that's how I get money. There's Patreon and coffee. And no, I will never have a PayPal because Peter Thiel. <laughs> I'm censoring a lot of bad words. So just imagine a bunch of bad language, but terrible person. If you don't want to have a bad day, don't read up on him. But no, I'm not going to ever have a PayPal account. So, yeah, there are ways I can make money. But it's it feels wrong. It feels like it's something I shouldn't be doing because, well, aren't we all about books? I mean, what's the point of being an author if you're not going to be selling books? Because authors sell books. Yeah, well, I plan to still do that. I, I like the idea of having them not only available the way they are now and digital and through paperbacks and whatnot, but, you know, getting my hands on some like hardcovers that I could sell as signed editions for people that really want them. That'd be cool. The merch store. There are ways beyond selling books to make money. And I may just be crazy. That's why I'm putting this all out into the ether. I may just be nuts. But I think, I think, it's just possible that there may be a critical mass of people out there now that would be interested in somebody trying it differently. Maybe I need a change. Maybe everything needs a change. I mean, a big part of what destroyed me was, yes, my dysphoria and not having a name for it. And that is what caused my uh, unscheduled mental health hiatus that happened a few years back. But the other thing that really took me down was this focus on monetization, on money. Money, 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 money. I was running a community. I was running, I think, six blogs at the time. We were doing, I think, six or seven podcasts. And I was doing more books. On top of it, we were starting our own little multimedia empire over here, y'all. And I broke. I snapped. The constant dysphoria, the constant burnout, the constant push and pressure to only work on things that I thought were monetizable, to only work on things that I thought would sell, to only work on things that I thought would get enough clicks, enough impressions, enough visits, it crushed me. And yeah, having all of that dysphoria, the, the unnamed dysphoria on top of it really didn't help. But my husband, who doesn't have any of that, burned out too. And I know quite a few people that were a part of that little collective that we had back then. I know one of them is still doing her podcast. Just one. It's called HorrorAddicts.net. I think she's still doing the blog too. Go check it out. 
Wicked Women Writers, all that stuff. Check her out. And Marion Rich, she's awesome, she's amazing. Tell her I sent you. Um, but, you know, a lot of the other people that I was working with, you know, I have not seen or heard anything from them in a long time because we all just kind of hit a wall and fell out of contact. And I don't want to hit that wall again. I think my husband is a little concerned that I'm running towards it because I've been writing a lot lately and I've been doing two YouTube videos a week and I'm doing this podcast and, uh, and all the world building and, 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 and all the art <laughs> and I've decided to do a tarot deck, all this, all this. And I think they think that I'm running towards that wall again, but the difference this time, see last time. I was working on deadlines and I was working to make other people happy. And every thought in my head was, will this make the audience happy? Will it make me money? Will it get the brand to move forward? Now, the only thing that's happening in my head is, ooh, that's a really nifty idea. I want to write that. Ooh, that would be a really nifty picture. How am I going to pull that off? These are the things that I'm thinking about now. These are the things that I'm working on. And that's a very, very different world to be living in. It is an extremely different place to be operating from. So here I am working, telling my stories. I'm creating more art than I've ever made. And luckily, that's the other thing that's really cool now is for some of it, I can cheat. I'm I'll be honest, some of those um, portraits, not all of them, but some of the portraits that have been going up on the website are from Artbreeder, and others I'm using Daz Studio to do 3D renders. And I'm also painting and drawing and all kinds of stuff. Like, even the renders, when they're done, I'm not just using them, I'm doing other stuff to them. And it's all this creative melange of just pure excitement and thrills. And that is so different from the last time I tried to do this. You know, I worked so hard to build an audience last time and nobody subscribed to my YouTube channel. The podcast did well. The blog did well. My book sold pretty good. Now I'm putting stuff up on World Anvil and people are reading it. People are commenting. People are favoriting stuff. I'm getting response. I'm putting YouTube videos out and I'm watching my audience grow and people are commenting and liking and I'm putting my pictures up on Instagram and people starting to develop a little bit of a community over there and people are commenting and talking and it's different this time because I'm just being me and that's all you need to be doing too. This episode is not going to turn into a protracted screed about the hustle and this rise and grind culture that we got going on, but it's kind of a screed against this hustle, this, this hustle and this rise and grind culture that we got going on because, you know, rat races are for rats. They are. And I am not a rat. I'm not. I'm tired of being put in the maze. I'm tired of trying to hunt down the cheese. I'm tired of it. I'm 43 years old, y'all, 
And my husband and I have worked really hard to be where we are right now. We're living in a podunk town in the middle of nowhere where rent is and living expenses are really cheap. And we own a restaurant because that's his dream. And it's supporting us for now so I can follow my dream. And we're doing everything we possibly can to stay ahead in this horrific capitalistic system that we're trapped in. But I'm tired of subjecting my art and my artistry to that rat race. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And if that means that I'm never as popular or as wealthy or as successful as I could have been, fine. I mean, if the only reason somebody won't read my book is because I don't charge enough money for it, what, what do I want with them as a reader anyway? You know, the fact that I am seriously considering giving my books away for free to read on World Anvil, and then if somebody wants it to be easier and wants it like an ebook or a paperback or whatever to, you know, selling those, you know, selling convenience, not selling the story, and trying to make a living through that and merch and Patreon and coffee and what have you, right? What business is it of anybody else's? If if somebody doesn't want to support my work or your work or anybody's work because they feel we're not charging enough, well, sorry, honey. I, I don't think I'm the brand for you in the first place. And I'm not saying that you should cut yourself short. I'm not saying that at all. You should definitely get paid. Don't worry. I may have a little Larry Kramer inside me, but I also have a little Harlan Ellison who says that you should always get paid. And I get that. And I feel that. And the idea that writers shouldn't work for free and they shouldn't give their work away is in me. But at the same time, my goals are different. At this point in my life, at least, I don't have to make a full living off of the books. So I don't have to worry as much about selling them. And I can think and concentrate more on making good stories that I enjoy telling, that other people like to read, and building a community around that. That is a privilege, and I know that I have it. But it's also really worrying, because with everything going on, you know, 2020 and all, I am concerned, you know, about the future of our business and the future of our country and the future of having a future. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I do worry about whether or not it's the right decision. But at least at this point in my life, it is. And doing it on my own, doing it there, doing it my way is, I think, the right decision, too. Because I've tried doing Wattpad, and I don't know, I might try also posting these stories over to my Wattpad, and I might also try posting them over to Medium, though I don't know about Medium. Um, I'm thinking about it. I have a publication set up over there. I just don't know. I just don't know. But I'm I'm looking at my options. I'm looking at the ways that I may or may not want to do this. But that's, to me, the key right now. That's the golden ticket. My options. I'm not locked into anything. You're not locked into anything. Just because the path has always been to get an agent, to get a publisher, and to sell 
all the books. That doesn't mean that has to be my path or your path or any of our paths. Because I don't want a publisher. I did that. Didn't like it. It was problematic. Wouldn't mind having an agent because I would love to see my show on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think... I think I got a series that would be great for Netflix, but yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stress over it. It is what it is. More than anything, if you don't get anything out of any of the words that I've said in this episode and somehow you're still listening. Hi, thank you. That really helps a lot. But if you're still listening, please. Don't take as long as I did to find yourself. Really examine why it is you're doing what you're doing. Really think about it. Because if you're following somebody else's dream, the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can hop off of their train and find your own path. The sooner you figure out exactly what it is that you're doing, that you want to do, that is in your heart and soul, the better you will be. And trust me, I know this on so many levels. I never thought I was worthy of love. So I was a hoe bag until I got married. And then I have remained remarkably monogamous ever since. But before that, my husband is only the second person I have ever kissed. Okay? And I am not going to get into numbers, but he's not the second person that I ever, you know, woohooed. Because I didn't think I was worth affection. I was not in my own head. It took me a while to understand that. It took me a long time to understand my gender and my sexuality. It took me a long time to figure out who I am. And all I want to do is help you shortcut all that crap. Whatever it is, if you've got questions, seek answers. Find somebody out there. Because that's, if we can all be grateful for the internet for one thing, there's a lot of people out there doing a lot of different things. So you can find something. And if you can't, make your own. Because more than anything right now, and I really do feel this, we need originality. We need people who are going to stand up, be themselves, be who they need to be, be who they want to be, and not be limited by what other people tell them they need to be, and not, not to do anything because they have to. Now, there are exceptions to that. There are If if in your heart you want to be a racist, check your heart because your heart's a lion. Somebody tricked you. You've been deceived. You're in a cult. Go find yourself a place where you can sit down and be deprogrammed. Because hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Black Trans Lives Matter. You need to get over yourself. But as long as you're not going in some creepy way like that, you're fine. You are fine. So who do you want to be? What do you want to be? What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? What do you want to pull off? Where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years? I know people hate that question. I hate that question too, but it can be clarifying. 
You see, when I started thinking to myself, do I want to be a best-selling author in five years? I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on the best-seller list. I end up on New York Times number one. I'm throwing a party. And hopefully by then I'll have enough money that I can hire Billy Porter to come and be the announcer for it. But that's a whole other topic. I'm going to work for that. But, eh, it'd be nice. You know what I really want? I mean, I did a video about this over on YouTube, right? But I really want... I would love to see people writing fan fiction of my stuff. I would love to hear about people playing games in my world. Yeah. I want more filk songs. I want more people to write filk songs about my world because it's happened once and it made my day, <laughs> made my decade, and I still think about it. That's what I want. Well, those aren't monetary, and those don't involve selling books. And that's why I changed my goals and changed the way I'm doing what I'm doing. Ask yourself, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? How do you want to be situated? What would be your happiest thing? Because, and and try not to make it about money. I know a lot of us, I mean, yes, I would love to have a billion dollars in five years. The moral of the story is, do you. I'm going to do me, you do you. What I'm doing may not work for you. What you're doing may not work for me. But we should be ourselves and we could we should share. That's what's important right now. That is how we make it together. Because we're not in competition. We're not struggling against each other. We're not working against each other. We're not fighting against each other. We are doing what we do ourselves. We're doing it to be better for ourselves. So I'm going to do this experiment where I want to try everything that I can. My dog is going to shake her collar and make all kinds of bell ringing sounds. And you are going to do what you do. Love you, Sasha. But yeah, that's the goal. That's the plan. That's all there is to it. And I'm sorry my Southern came out because I try to keep my Southern in a box. But sometimes... Sometimes I just need to bring it out and be like, honey child, let me tell you, because (laughs) it's in there and it wants to come out. (sighs) My little, my little inner redneck is getting some time in the sun. She's so happy. (sighs) Luckily, she ain't got no Daisy Dukes to put on because that would be uncomfortable, especially in this heat. Be sticking to everything. (sighs) Anyway. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it has. Because I think we all are in a place right now, given the curse that keeps on giving that is 2020. We are all here trying to figure ourselves out. We are all trying to figure out what it is that we can do better. Because we're sitting at home and we don't have anything else to think about. Because there's nothing else to do because everything's closed and the things that are open really aren't safe to be going to. So we're still staying at home. And you can only watch Hamilton so many times. I mean, there are only so many tears that can come out of my eyes before they're just dry and hurting 
So yeah, hopefully this has been helpful for you. If it has, do let me know. I'm going to be doing a series over on uh, an episode or a series. I don't know yet over on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, linked in the description about podcasting for writers. If you have any questions, definitely let me know so I can cover it there. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear addressed on this show, or even on my YouTube channel, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Inst- or Instagram. I'm up on Instagram a lot more now than I was before, so scratch it and switch it from the way I used to say it. Um, let me know what your questions are, because I really want this podcast to be a resource that helps you achieve your dreams. You can find links to everything that I do, including the YouTube channel and all my writing and everything at projectshadow.com and down in the show notes, wherever they are on the app you're listening to me on. My least favorite part of the episode. If you got a dollar, you can pass my way down in the show notes. You'll find a link to the voice message system. I already said that one. You'll find a link to listener support to my Patreon and to my coffee account. Thank you to everybody who does that. You help me out more than you know. Because, you know, as much as, you know, like I said, we own a business, I'm trying to pay for everything that I do from the money I make doing what I do. And you make that possible. You also help us have uh, some safety should something else go wrong with the business. Because for a while there, we had to go for like six months without taking a paycheck. And that 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 was not your friend so thank you to everybody who gives you mean the world to me you really do i don't like going into it because i don't like like giving that pbs sarah mclaughlin give to the animals thing but thank you thank you so much if you don't have any money right now you don't feel like giving that's perfectly all right but but if you know anybody that you think would like anything that i do please please share Getting the word out that I'm doing stuff is the hardest part of my work. And if you can make that easier, Lord, I will light a candle for you and pronounce all the blessings that you want. I'll do that anyway. But thank you so much. All right. I think that's it for this week. Y'all seem to be enjoying the weekly format and subscribers are going up. So I'm probably going to stick with this after July, but still let me know. And until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.